I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates, proud educators, and most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to After, After School, School Talk, Talk Podcast. Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk, where I am your co-host, Mr. Deuce, and I'm your other co-host, Dr. Deuce. Dr. Deuce, what's happening? Nothing. You looking lost and confused over there now, while you're looking at say, stuff. If I was to say that you was looking lost and confused, but they can't see me. Right. Because we're going to get a, an awkward moment of silence when I'm trying to talk to you and you looking lost and confused over there. Mm-hmm. So we got to let the listeners know why there's an awkward moment of silence. Her mouse. On the laptop. I don't have my, you know, I keep my little mouse, not the real mouse, not the mouse pad. And uh, the mouse pad is giving me hell. So you're not actually ready to record? I'm about to say these earrings off and then I'll be ready, so let's go. All right, let's give her a minute as if she's about to throw them hands with somebody taking them earrings out like she's about to throw hands. Nut, if you butt, boy. Try Jesus. <laughs> Don't try me. Is it don't try me or not me? Because I throw hands. Oh. You need to go back and listen to the song. I'm sorry. We, we did watch the concert this weekend. Yeah, but obviously you remember Who's nothing. Who's the artist? Toby and Wigway. Yeah, so this weekend we were able to watch Toby, who is a rap artist out of Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Um, and H-Town. You, yeah, if you haven't heard his raps, excellent. He's amazing. Very dope artist Um, who... Uh, alongside a friend of his named Nail, who is his producer. He like he has her produce every song and his wife who he calls fat. Um not out of love, not just cause like not she Her nickname mind. is Fat, period. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and um yeah, dope. So it was good. Two hour concert, maybe what we pay, like twenty one dollars. Yep. So when you get a chance, go Google T O B E and just type the letter N. That's what his last name starts with. And it'll pop up. T O B E space letter N. Toby and Wigway. You better do that like Sesame Street. The letter N. This Absolutely. episode is brought to you by. Whatever. When you pay yet. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to say this. I know this is what everybody is talking about. So, we will address it just a little bit in the beginning. But I am so ready for this election to be over. I cannot listen to Pandora. I cannot watch YouTube. I cannot watch television. I cannot listen to the radio. I cannot even sit in an office space without overhearing something about any positions that are being voted on in November. And it is becoming tiring. Tiring and annoying just to hear the conversation, uh, be a part of it. Because me, you know me, I'm not no, I'm not a, a political person anyway I'm, I'm not one that watch politics and keep up with who's saying this who's voting for this who's doing this that and the third but when it's time to vote i will do my research to see who i'm voting for so let's not get the two confused let's not listen to this and say oh you don't know who you're voting for and why you probably just voting for this person or this that and the third that ain't what it is you better pop off i'm just saying because somebody gonna be like oh he don't know you're talking about that you need to stay in touch no i ain't i ain't got to keep up with every little thing but right. when it's time for me to vote Please believe I'm doing my research. But all that jab, 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 and all that kind of, I ain't got time for all that. Yeah. I ain't, that ain't the conversation I'm trying to have day in and day out. Point it's just a, yeah, it's just a little too yeah. much. There's a, too much going it's on right little, Like the debate last night and the memes the next morning were kind of funny. Enjoyed it. But I was, I've never seen where a political campaign has taken over every aspect yeah. of um, pop culture. Pop, yes. 
is literally, and I mean, I guess that's to be expected when your current president is a former reality TV star of where this has crossed over into that lane. Right. And back in the day, the two were separated. You know, BET used to have a little team summit and tell you what's going on. Yeah. Bill Clinton came in there a couple of times and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, learn about it. But now it's like every walk of life mm-hmm. and aspect from it coming in the mail Text messages, text messages, phone, phone calls, calls, emails, social media, social media commercials. Oh, just okay. You want somebody to vote for you? We get it. Let it go. Let it go. So yeah. But anyway. Yeah. That ain't what we talking about here. Yeah, because so we, we want a break. Like rant. we really want after school talk sometimes to be a break from all of that. No, all the time to be a break. From all that. the time. Yeah, you're right. And hence why um I really am trying to get into my groove of being able to talk and not feel that I have to fit a certain academic structure in order to have a conversation. Um, I know I have a I have a panel coming up um with uh, a person who's going to be on our podcast next week dominique lester who will be talking to us about track curriculum um if all goes well if the, the lord allows as they say and so he and i and another guy named Devontae will be talking about that and we're gonna be talking to students at unc wilmington and you know dominique is very um trapped but at the same time letting you know i know my academics you know and and i i appreciate the fact that he speaks in confidence and in his own tone words verbiage all those kind of things and i had to get into the point where it's like i'm i'm comfortable with not having to speak in the queen's english all the time like just i just want to talk this is after school this is after class this is this is not for a grade so if you wanted you know a conversation that was more um Big words. There we go. Say it. <laughs> say it with big words. Then, then don't come here. Come somewhere else. Because after I have clocked out of work, and then I still come on here to give some content, baby. It's it's gonna be straight up Sharon. It's Dr. Dukes, and then it's Sharon. And then I told my students the other day, and then there's Miss Payne. Now Miss Payne give you all the way regal poise all the time, twenty four seven. Her feet never hurt in stilettos. All of that. But uh, Sharon feet hurt so. But um, at the same time, we still can talk about these things and give it some in uh, rich conversation and actually have some depth to it. So that's what we're looking for. If we're looking for depth, we're not we're not looking for great. We're looking for y'all to just enjoy and reminisce and think about your own aspects of life and enjoy what we got popping over here. Absolutely. So of course, before we get into everything, we're gonna give a quick shout out to all our um, podcast supporters. If you go to the Right Effects website, if you don't know how to spell Right Effect, go to our past episodes and find out. And you're going to click on podcast, and then you're going to scroll down to the supporter page. And on the supporter page, you will see all the supporters, um, everything from skincare to event planning to training and fitness to catering. You can find that there and just click those different links and find out about those people. Bingo. So what are we talking about today? What's the, what's the topic? The topic is one of your favorites. Are we on a are we on a black nostalgia? We're on a so this week we talk we on bars and lines. Oh, okay, we bars and lines. Bars and lines, and the topic of discussion is because oh, last week it was lean on me with black nostalgia and stank on you, stank on you, stank on you, stank on you, stank on you. <laughs> Outcast, cast, 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 cast. Uh-huh. I don't know why I did that, but yeah, this week we talking about stank on you. <laughs> um, the album stank on you came out in what 2000, 2000 I think. Oh, let's look that up. Hold on. Two thousand. Uh, Outcast out album stink on come out, came out right. in two thousand. I know I'm right. You know, it came out right. when we was in high school. Came out October thirty first, two thousand. And look at what month it is, baby. Bingo. 
Dot did that. Didn't even mean for it to drop in October. But boom, we here. Here we go. So we are looking at this is the twentieth. This is the twentieth year for Stank on you. Yeah. Uh, uh. What, what, what does that mean? What do you want to do for it? Okay, so let's start off with here. Sound like we gotta take a shot. What, 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 yes, it's bars and lines. I forgot it's bars a bars and lines. Line. We'll do that after the show. Okay. We don't have a... We'll do that after the show. Oh, okay. Anyway, back to what we're talking about. Okay. I'm looking at our bar. We have know. a bar in the house. I was like, whoop, gonna pick. Um, so this is the 20th year. That's a big deal to me because that's, that's, that's a monumental year anyway. But to think about that, one of my favorite albums is hitting its 20th year. Mm-hmm. I totally just on, as kids say, on God. On God. I did not plan on... On God, bro. Having an episode about Stank on You during the month that it was released twenty years ago, mm. so I think we're about to be ahead of the curve on most podcasts. Sound like a celebration all month. All right, tap it up. Celebrating all month, baby. Celebrating all month. Celebrating Stank on Your album. Yeah. Um. So if you don't know, Outcast is a group out of Atlanta. Look them up. You should know about them, especially if you're going to be down with after school talking to our family because we love Outcast here. Absolutely. Uh, we have been to the concerts. We almost got divorced over one of the concerts. Um, one so, of the best concerts I've ever been to in my life. Hands down. Hands down. Almost got arrested trying to get to the front of the stage at another concert for Outcast. Thank God the security guard saw that I had on the VIP wristband and reached behind the officer to grab me and say she needs to come to the front thank you sir the next year saw that man at the same concert and went up to him was like you saved my life <laughs> and, and my pockets because i paid a good good little bit to get that, get that concert ticket but um so we we re- we're recognizing that that is one of the most popular albums we talked about it on facebook today of like between the Quimini and the stank on your album is the two that i go and battle between but in particular for me stank on you is like iconic because of the time that it dropped in my life, that experience for me at that moment, okay. um, even with nostalgia, I plan on dropping specific Outcasts and and um, uh, Andre 3000 shirts just because of how that shaped everything for those four years. So for me, October 31st, 2000, I was in ninth grade mm-hmm. when this album dropped, which meant you were in what grade? Tenth grade. Tenth grade. So. Just okay, you as yourself take a minute and think back. The listeners think back to the music of what would be on the soundtrack of your high school years. Okay, let me say something real quick. So my I, I my soundtrack would be pretty boring, depending on who you are. It probably have a lot of Kurt Franklin and it'll definitely have a lot of gospel in it because I wasn't necessarily allowed, quote unquote, to listen to music per se, secular music. Um, uh, in in my house, like we could hardly listen to the radio. What um, you mean? Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? Y'all okay, so listen to the radio? so I didn't get my first radio, like stereo, until I went off to college. Huh? Like, it wasn't no listening to music in your room or blasting music through the house and all that kind of stuff, unless it was coming directly from the record player on Saturday mornings. That's the only time we heard music in my house. Or it was nine o'clock p.m. Sunday night, and Bobby Jones Gospel was coming on. Uh, that was pretty much it. That's or or it was a Sunday where we weren't going to church, and my CSRA people might know about this parade, parade of quartets. Quartet. There you go, Sunday morning parade of quartets. Oh, parade of quartets. Those be the only time music was pretty what much the G allowed. Stands for we're not finna do that. Praise nope. God. With no inside jokes right now. We're not finna do that. Cut that right now. Anyway, shout out to the Howard family though. Anyway, them um, cousins over there. 
Yeah, but yeah, I, that's the only time we we listen. So my first couple of of actual albums outside of uh, Stink on it, because number one, wait, like, pause, pause. I want to go back to this moment right yeah. here because I I didn't know I we've been we just said today we've been together almost twenty years, but I didn't know you didn't you didn't have a radio in your <laughs> radio in your room. Yeah, I didn't get my first stereo until I went off to college. So when you were at Fort Valley, that was the first time having like like a stereo, I, a stereo and yeah. I can turn to the radio. Yes. So. What did you go to sleep to? Silence. Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Pitch black. It's bedtime. Go to sleep. Wasn't no playing around with nothing. Go to sleep. I've never... I, I'm i saying... I, I just said I don't care about how I say stuff. Come on, uh, Tron mm-hmm. 2.0. Yeah. Um, Come on, you. I've never... <laughs> I've never not had a radio in my room. Good job. This is... this. So this is... this. I'm confused on... Like, not necessarily confused, but just in awe of the fact. So, how did you? What was your reference to know to know music, or or what was it until Who you said got I it? had a reference? I didn't. You didn't exactly. I didn't have a reference. It was just whatever you heard at school and stuff like that. So, I mean, and the other thing too was so okay. So this goes into like the question I had that I wanted both of us to answer. Mm-hmm. It it it, it kind of rolls in. This. So, how did you come into contact with Outcast? School, my cousin. College. College, yeah. Okay, wait a minute. So when you saying school, are you saying high school? Yeah, high school, what everybody else was listening to. Okay, so let me back up. So it was it was three albums I remember having, all right? And one of them was a, a Burn CD. If anybody know about, y'all, y'all should remember Burn CD? Come on, Napster, LimeWire, come that. on. So my first actual album or CD that I bought was Carl Thomas. My parents were oh, cool with R and B. All right, y'all. He played this CD. Carl so Thomas. So I, I know that album at front and back. Da 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 da. I can the sing one all artist the he knew at the Bad Boy concert. All right, okay, and then gotcha. and then the the second one I remember getting was a burnt CD of Pastor Troy Face Off. Okay, so all I know right. that I know that one front and back. Right. And the third one was Outcast Thing on You. Okay, so you had those burnt CDs. No, now Outcast Thing Only was the real thing. Oh, you some had the real kind thing. of way, some kind of way, I end up getting to. Best Buy. You had to go buy the yeah, CD. I actually bought, oh, yeah, I actually bought uh, Outkast. But the crazy thing was, I knew about Outkast. This, if if y'all know anything about this, y'all be like, you look nasty. But anyway, I, only, I knew about Outkast because of the artwork on the actual CD. <laughs> my cousin had the CDs. My okay. older older male cousin had the CDs. Mm-hmm. So I used to be like, I don't know who this group is, but boy, they need to keep on coming out with these the artwork on these CDs. Because you get the little, the little booklet. You get the booklet and, and all that. that and then you see the actual okay, CD. So, okay, let me ask you this then. So when you say you had the stank on your CDs, yeah. What did you have a headphones and that's how you was listening? Like if you didn't have a radio, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't playing it through no stereo system in my mom and dad house. But see, like I had a stereo system, but I just plugged my headphones up to my big stereo. I had a CD player, yeah. So you had a CD player, yeah. Okay, so you had you had your three CDs and you would play. Through I didn't this. literally just just have three CDs. I'm saying those were the key CDs oh, I had. Key? Okay, I'm sorry. In the Apologies. early moments of my, my musical bad life, my bad player. You make it seem like yep, you live life off three CDs. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie though, that's a, that's a good solid three to have though. Carl Thomas emotional, which uh, you had your R and B, and then you had your you had your hey, I kill up, I wish up, yeah, do your thing or uh, whatever with Pastor Troy, and then like let me give you some sound hip hop to listen to without yeah, pass. That would have been a solid three to have. Yeah, you did pretty good, I guess. I don't know. Here's my question. Here's another question. So you had the Outcast 
think on your album. Now, yeah. what do you remember what grades you were in once you got the album? Because the thing care. about Stank on You that's kind of like tricky is that Speak About Some Love Below came what I consider rather quickly because I was still in high school. Yeah. Okay. So was it, it wasn't like senior year. Now you have Stank on You. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I got it fairly went around the time it came out. Okay. And the okay. only reason I remember that is because, again, it was the popular CD to get. And I was like, I want to know what everybody's talking about, so I'm going to go get it. And that's why I say some kind of way I found myself at Best Buy actually being able to purchase the CD. And when you say actually being able to purchase, that makes me go, so your mama said, Melvin, you can get this album? No, she oh. said you can go to Best Buy. And so you went to Best Buy, and then you end up I using your CD. money to buy yeah, it. Yeah, and okay. I was like, I ain't saying nothing. Right, 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 <laughs> facts. Yeah, no, no, yeah, they, they ain't keep track of what we listen to per se, not like that, but just in their own rhythm of things, not on our dime. Listen to so this is taking me back to going. Now this is going to sound super random, but it's going to make sense because you know me and music. Mm-hmm. My first CDs, if I go my and I literally when you said three, I was like, I have three in my head. I have three legit CDs I can remember having at the elementary stage. Ooh, I had these CDs. Miss Skinner told you I was fast. <laughs> um, at the at the third, at, I mean, at the elementary, at the elementary age, I remember having three CDs. Now, don't laugh. It ain't funny because they classics now, but still, it was interesting. I had MC Hammer's first album. How many songs was on that? I don't know, but the first one. Remember. Let's get it started. Oh, let's get it started. That's me in my room. Roll back. Roll back. So just boom. On the hammer, and you will be rewarded. You, My beat is ever booming, and you know I, that was me. I can I hear you singing it, but I picture MC Hammer being on the uh, stage or uh, the Arsenio Hall show. All right. I don't know why. This, is, this could have been a Black Nostalgia episode. But anyway, so I had that. Now, my next one, you know, for your girl. Jan Jackson. You know it. Rhythm Nation. Had Rhythm Nation. I knew it front to back. Front to back. Because I had Jan Jackson Rhythm Nation. Yeah, okay. with the all black, with the black hat, and the and the and the earring with the king hat, yeah. key hat from it. So I had that. But then my third one, I don't know, it was in my parents' house, and I guess it ended up in my room. Was the greatest hits of Aretha Franklin. Okay, okay, now that's how you, that. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that some kind of way came from my auntie or something like that, yeah. and they end up giving it to your mom or something. Mm-hmm. And, mama and your mom was like, uh, "I thank you, but mm-hmm. I ain't really gonna listen to and it." It was and, a double disc, and then you end up getting your hands on it. And yep. that's where it stayed. Right? So I'm in that chain, chain, chain. Yeah, I know how that. Elementary school. Want to respect? Might have been how I figured out how to spell respect, but anyway, so those are my three C's. So I get it. Okay, so once you got to the outcast moment, like yeah. so, we did. We we see that you you had some challenges of getting the music yeah, yeah, to yeah, your yeah, ears. Yeah, yeah. Whereas me, like I said, me, I had a. I've always had a radio in my room. I think ninth grade is when my parents let me, bought me a new stereo because my thing was always if you take my TV, cool, that could be a punishment. But do not take my radio. That was precious because yeah. I listened to music. 24 7 so for you once you heard outcast was it immediate i like this um yes and it's interesting because i didn't like you said like the question you posed earlier what was your point of reference for music i didn't really have one uh really and truthfully so it was it was kind of 
shocking to me that I like them so much and like their vibe and stuff like that. Because I, I, I picked up on the Southern accent from the jump. Like, that was mm-hmm. that was the first thing. And then the other thing was they had this, and still do, have this way of rapping where it don't really go with the beat. There mm-hmm. is no no set beat. And I, I like that. I've always liked that part. Um, and, and I just listened to it for so long to... I was completely sold because, you know, I'm a, a singing type person. I'm an R&B type person. Mm-hmm. So when the next album, this is kind of what triggered me to go back and listen to everything else. Mm-hmm. When the next album, Speaker Box and Love Below came out, and I listened to the Love Below and kind of really got hooked on Andre 3000 singing more, that's when I was really hooked. So it wasn't even the Stankonia that got me hooked. It was the love below part of that album or that second that next album that got me hooked and then i went back and listened to everything else and and really you know figured out that i definitely like uh like outcast for sure that's interesting because um i think that's what makes outcast an iconic group is that you can listen to a newer um album and it'll make you want to go back and listen to the rest yeah, of, I gotta get all of that yeah yeah like i can remember so growing up uh the basketball players would have to pick me up from school. I shouldn't say have to, but yeah, they had to. So the basketball players would pick me up from school. It was different ones. It was like key players that, that would come pick me up. And Gus was one of them. And Gus was a diehard Outkast fan. So I remember riding in the red Jeep Cherokee and him playing Equimini and Southern Playalistic until, you know, it is completely scratched and can't play no more. But at that time, I wasn't like, okay, mm, you listening to this. But then as I got into Outkast and the Stank On Your album really like spoke to me, now I'm more, I'm paying attention more to what uh, he played in the car when I was growing up, which is so crazy. Let me tell you how God works. It is. I want y'all to know right now on my phone, a person just texted me who just last week sent me Outkast lyrics. And that person is Darkeese Wicker. So Darkeese, I'm tagging you. And this is your moment to listen. Darkeese just randomly sent me some lyrics. Like he typed, like text them. Did not screenshot, but text them. And he didn't say what artist, but I was like, that's Andre. So I sent back like Outkast. He said, like, Ma, I'm just not realizing my dad been playing Outkast all this time. And I didn't know that's what he was playing. You see what I'm saying? So it's like when you were listening to it, it's connect, like, oh, connect, connect, yeah, connect, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you connecting the dots. So like, oh, oh, and I like this group. Now I'm realizing that's what I was listening to. So uh-huh. yeah, I can see, I can see how that 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 trigger of this album made you go back and want to really get further into the other album. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So we got the Stank Owen album comes out. I think mm-hmm. one thing that you got to acknowledge from the jump is that the album cover is has now become iconic. We've even had Timon and Pumbaa become the album cover. We've had Malcolm X and Martin Luther King be that album cover. That Mm -hmm. is an iconic cover. I absolutely want that cover put up in our office space. Like, I want... That is is a moment in time. And all those different versions. Like you said, uh, (gasps) Martin and Malcolm, Timon and Poon, like, whatever version there is, I I wouldn't mind seeing all of them as one, I guess, poster or something. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. And it's so simple. It's black and white. And it has an American flag back behind them in the black and white. But I I took that as more of a, this is the flag for Stank On You. Because mm-hmm. for Stank On You for them was the place where they went to record. It was right. the studio. But it also became almost like this Wakanda place. Before we knew what Wakanda was. Right. So mm, before we had Wakanda, we had Stank On You. Mm-hmm. 
Put clip that. Put that in the in somebody add that to the to the promo stuff and we'll go put it out. One day we're gonna have actual staff and I can sit it out loud and they go do it. I ain't gotta step in not to do it. <laughs> but yeah, um but I get what you're saying. That definitely was Wakanda before Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So along with that, I think it was I'm pretty sure it's only these three songs that had videos attached to it. But B O B had a video, mm-hmm. Bombs on Bad Dad, So Fresh So Clean had a video, and so then Miss Jackson so clean, had a video. Clean. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. So Ooh. Go ahead, hit that. I am, I am for real. Right. Um, <laughs> so for us, you looking at the 2000s, this is the TRL era. This is the 106 and Park era. So when the videos dropped, that was a big deal. There mm-hmm. wasn't no, uh, like somebody just dropped a video. Brandy. Remember I told you like Brandy got a new song and her videos on YouTube? It was if unless you're a true diehard fan of Brandy, you may not have come across that. But at one point in life, children, uh, uh it was yeah, came out on the regular. On the regular. And it was strategic that three o'clock or three thirty was the time that these shows came on because we had just got home Girl from got school. school. You dropped that bag down, you turned the TV on. Look at some music. I want to see what's the top ten videos. Yeah. And they were gonna have it. Now that goes into that now this is what I'm thinking too. Not only did they have these three videos, but these were three iconic videos. The whole album's iconic. Like, let's not front. So I'm going to use that word a lot. But in particular, Bombs Over Bad Dad is shot in Bowen Holmes projects in Atlanta. Ooh, look at you coming with the research. Yeah, but listen now. Know a little something, something. Know a little something. Let's go. Um, But it's shot in vibrant, rich colors. Mm-hmm. Okay? Very rich. Who thinks of vibrant, rich colors when they think of the projects? Not too many people. Like that's not that's not what what comes to mind first when you say, "Hey, we're going to the project." I don't think about purples and neon greens and oranges and no, no, none of that, right? So it took me a minute to kind of have this click, and it happened during um, our mentor sessions when we were going over outcasts and hip-hop with our students so these are type of things that again you think like this is just after school talking a dozen times education it actually does because we've actually used these same things in with our students and showing them a video and going and thinking through these processes and and brushing up on our critical thinking skills but in a in a, a more relevant way right in that video andre 3000 is in the house mm-hmm. he runs out of the one of the projects and all the kids see him and start chasing him, right? And as they're running, 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 they just follow him, chasing him. It's upbeat. The beat is going. The drums are rattling. The colors are out. Da, 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 and he jumps in the car and speeds off. And the kids are all just standing there dancing, right? Yeah. If you listen to the lyrics of Andre, that image and those lyrics actually match. Because Andre is is speaking of almost leading them out of the project. All right, there you go. I'm go. out here on the there road. I'm doing these tours. I'm trying to get to it. But back at home, things are wrong. Yeah. Right? And, and, and the truth is, I knew that. But that's why I'm trying to hustle and do this rap thing. Because I'm trying to lead these group of children out of the project so they can see a better life. But you wouldn't, you know, at the time, you just, hey, the beat sound nice. Dre and them running. The kids look excited. But you don't realize it's like the depth look. of it. It's a yeah. dope look. But it's, it's a lot. But, but that goes into most of their music if not all of their music i'm gonna give you a dope look because i recognize how you see things mm-hmm. i'm gonna give you a dope sound because i recognize how you hear things mm-hmm. but once you take a look deeper you're gonna realize it goes way deeper way. than what's on the surface mm-hmm. and i think that's what their their whole 
Angle was from beginning to end. Now, Angle has always been, now I'm going to give you exactly what you want up top, but as soon as you peel back that first single layer, mm-hmm. oh, it's about to bust in your face. Which you can give time. You no can pun get. intended. That was a nasty one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, anyway. <laughs> you got a mad up Kevin on stage talking about some, some butt. Give me some butt. Oh, boy. But, the but, Christian but, but no, <laughs> you peel back that, that first layer, and it's like, uh, I'm, I'm about to give it all to you. This, this is what I really mean. That's right. what I really mean. And so those are the type of things you can use with students to get them to think through things. Like, give them the lyrics, show them the video, and say, hey, pull from it what you can. And you'll be surprised how kids who don't talk, normally don't have an opinion in discussions, are like, I get it. I see a bigger vision in this. Let's go to um, uh, Miss Jackson. So Miss Jackson is a whole song, which... um. And if Jasmine Shafino and Jalen Williams are listening, y'all too especially, we did a whole session with the freshman class on Miss Jackson, but we had to do the session like 20 times so you mm-hmm. can break them up in groups. Yeah. All three of us like, we we don't mind never hearing that song again. Can y'all talk it, about it? Like, oh my God. It is, when you talk about something for a whole day, it just ruins it. It ruins yeah. the whole appeal of the song, but I still love the song. Um, but what we talked about in that song is... Uh, People have to realize it's about your baby's mama, mama, right? So it's talking about a relationship that I have with your daughter that, yes, it has its problems, but let me explain this to you, mama, of mm-hmm. what my expectation is and the drama that I'm dealing with with her because we got to make all of this work, right? right? The thing about that that ties in with the video that we never got to that point with the students because this wasn't in the video. We just had them going through the lyrics. But what tied about it in the video is that they are both in houses that have so many... Um, physical issues. Physical issues. The ceiling is leaking. The, elect- the electricity is going out, out. The wallpaper falling off. Everything is going wrong with it, right? Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, they look up and the sun is shining, sun is shining and the rain bright. stops. And it's like, okay, that is the, that is that the, it is equivalent to the relationship between him, them, and their baby's mamas. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, we trying to make a house a home and it ain't working. Mm-hmm. It is just not working. It is falling apart left and right. This like I, I'm trying to make this work with you, but you doing this and you doing this, and it goes into that whole idea of. But eventually, the sun has to shine because we gotta realize this is a bigger picture. We trying to, we trying to take care of seven, aka um Eric Badu and Andre's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, going to I'm gonna give you what you want to get. Initially, it's like yeah, he, he talking about the baby mom. Like, boy, I can relate to this. I can relate to this. But then in the end, it's like, but hold on, bro. <laughs> it ain't it ain't gotta be that bad. It ain't gotta be that it bad. Talk some things out. You might need to go talk to her mama. Not mm-hmm. just her, but her mama too. Mm-hmm. And let y'all come to an agreement to kind of get Shamika on whatever good terms she need to be on that kind of help little Taekwon or whatever the baby name is. So you can just help the whole situation. I it just ain't... want you to know that the baby's mom is Erica and Seven. You could have just oh, yeah. said them. <laughs> you, but, didn't, you didn't name somebody else a child and son. Go right. on with Erica, Erica and you're Seven. Right. Talk to Erica mama. Mm-hmm. So they can get seven on track, and then every brighter day later on. But and uh, but again, like I say, give you that, give you exactly what you want to hear in the beginning. But in the end, like that ain't that ain't really what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm really talking about making things work. That's just like so, so fresh or clean, right? Mm-hmm. So fresh or clean, we take it as a you know you looking dapper. Then you look in um what they call it open casket clean open casket you dress like in the in the in the visuals of that video they are getting dressed up but do you know where they're getting dressed up and they end up at tell them to the tabernacle going to the and in black culture do we not always get dressed up and go to church church 
We, wear, we know what Sunday's best is and mm-hmm. what church clothes are. Mm-hmm. So it ties into that other south of this whole, like, yeah, when I used to get dressed up as a little boy and get this clean, it was because we was going to church. Mm-hmm. But then they took them to a different tabernacle with yeah. a different, um, what they call it, electric revival. Mm-hmm. It was just, it, it, it all ties in together. But until you, like, really go and dig into these things, it's like, oh, I'm just listening to music. Oh, no, baby. Outcast is on a whole... Which, which talks about a, another thing, how... Uh, and this is not just Outkast, but they did a great job with it. Just letting the whole album, uh, what's the word, progress, like tie things in. Like you said, we were they were talking about getting so fresh, so clean. Where you, on the surface you think about going to church, but no, it's it's this like you said, electric revival type mm-hmm. <laughs> type thing. Um, and then it ties right into the next song. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I don't know. I I, I just miss old music. Oh. <laughs> Because even I with, with old music, you know, I I put down for us all of the songs so we can look at them. And one thing in particular that stands out between this, you know, the current music that's put out versus the old is the skits. Oh yeah, If you are Outkast fan, you don't stink on it. If somebody says rain, 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 say hello, cookie. Hello. <laughs> Got something to tell. Spill it, girl. Spill it. Remember, old boy. At the club. Last night. Last night. All right, that's all we're going to do. We ain't doing the whole thing. <laughs> hey, but let me tell you, we can do the whole skit. We can from do the whole skit. <laughs> and that's, that's what, that is what a lot of uh, albums are, are missing nowadays, like the skit. Don't just jump into the song. Yeah. Let the album be an experience. Yes. Let the listener have an experience while they're listening to the music, man. For the, real. The album should really have an opening, a body, and a close. Yes. And they did that perfectly. Absolutely. Every they single did it time. perfectly. Break. Yeah, I know y'all remember that. I know, I know y'all know where that's from. That's actually that's from. in the album. So okay, so we go down the list, right? Mm-hmm. You got your intro, of course, in the very beginning that they give you, which we we look for in albums. Like we said, we look back into the albums we had mm-hmm. growing up. There was always the intro. Then we get into Gasoline Dreams. Yeah. So to me, Gasoline Dreams. If I was going to put a song on the album, I would think B.O.B. will open you up because it's so in your face and yeah. hidden. But Gasoline Dreams is equally Absolutely. like that. Yeah. Don't everybody like the smell of gasoline? Well, burn mother, burn American, American dreams. dreams. Don't, Don't everybody, everybody like, like the taste, taste of apple, apple pie? Yes. So you just you now you already amped up into the. I'm into playing it. that at work. You gonna play that word? Yep. Oh, Lord, the edited version. Okay. And whatever you think, that's what you think. I'm, I'm, about, gonna, I'm gonna go find the edited, the clean album. I'm gonna go clean the album. album. Yeah. And everybody gonna be so burn. Burn American Dream. <laughs> okay, so then you go from there and it goes into the skit with yeah. a girl. Now, I'm going to tell you, it took me until I was getting grown to realize that that girl was high in that skit. That's what that was. When he was like, eh, stay off that blow. Break. I was like, what is blow? Mm-hmm. And why is she talking like that? And but I get it. I didn't, I didn't really listen to the, the album for real, for real, until later on in high school, senior year going into, what, freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. I, I pretty much knew what it was off the rip. Um, now, is there any song on the album? Because we could go through them. You got, you know, I'm Cool, So Fresh, So Clean, Miss Jackson, Snapping, Trapping. I love Spaghetti Junction. Um, I do like Spaghetti Junction for the name in particular because it is paying homage to the actual Spaghetti Junction in, in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Um, you got the Kim and Cookie skit. You got the I'll Call Before I Come, which I didn't realize I was older. That was a sexual song. I was just like, he gonna call before he come over. Me being a singer, I kind of like the uh, chorus to 
Humble mumbles. Hum, I can't even tell you oh, what yeah. they say. Humble mumbles. Hum, 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 yeah, whatever. Upshots and screen. That's, that's the way, way to crack a crumb. So what? Yes, I got to rewrap my dream. I love that part. You know what I love about that? What? Erica coming on stage at the One Music Fest and singing that with Dre. Bingo. And then when she walked off, he was like, "Bye, baby, mama." She was ah, like, "Bye, baby, daddy." Ah, <laughs> I was like, "A moment in time. <laughs> I wish we could get back." Life. Take like, me back to that moment. <laughs> I was like, oh, y'all. I just saw Erica Badu another time. Never mind. You weren't there. Yeah, that's what I got divorced. Sorry about saw that. Without me, you cannot see Erica without me. But Sorry we got to see Erica twice in that same night. Yeah, we um, You got the BLB, you got Explosion, good hair. Mm-hmm. Girl, he saw some. That's a wine That's a wine silky. <laughs> Just like to say, if you black women, you remember them Hawaiian silky perms. That was my first perm. No, first I had it just for me. So so real quick, uh, so Hawaiian silky was a real thing. That was a real perm, baby. Oh, Pat Morgan put that perm in my head when I was in middle I school. Did not know that. <laughs> yes, I just thought it was from the skit. No, girl, that's a wine silky. Wait. <laughs> 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 you are crazy. Um, we had to we love these hoes. Yeah, I always say about that girl Melissa in my class. that used to be singing that song. <laughs> we love these crows. <laughs> like girl, humble mumble the song you said. Drinking again? Question. Um, red velvet was a good one. Cruising. A T L. Cruising in A T L. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that one, which was another just a squid interlude into yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Um, gangsta sh. Then that now what I like about that is that Outkast used that song to close out the ATLians. Um, the at last, I'm sorry, the yeah, last tour, but that last tour because yeah. um, literally the crowd is walking away. You think the concert is over, and then they brought that song out, and it's just. We all went crazy to hear that song, um, which Andre's line is hands down the best. And I'm, that's another thing. They knew when to save Andre for last. Mm-hmm. They knew when. It, like, right before Andre's verse is the Jamaicans, uh, whoever that is. I need to research that. Too. But he drops one, which is very different than the regular beat, right? Mm-hmm. But then it was like, Mm-mm, we got something better. We got Andre to end of that. So, hands down, that's one that has to stay on there. Um, Toilet Tisha. Which is interesting that Toilet Tisha comes after that. I don't know if that should have came after that. Toilet Tisha is the emotional song for me. Um, how? How sweet? The girl then killed herself. Okay. So it's like, we done went from, do you really want to know about some gangsta to Toilet Tisha? I was like, oh, wait. And then the mama screaming, Tisha! And all that kind of stuff. You See, okay. So here's the thing. Because we've talked about this before. We have? Yeah, off the record, off the books, off the off the mics. Um, you say toilet tissue is about her killing herself. Yeah, right. Oh, but yeah. I thought the toilet tissue was about her basically giving herself an abortion. Mm-hmm. That's and 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 I need to look at the lyrics themselves to see which one it really is. But I felt like they said they miss her, like we really miss you, or something like that in the lyrics. Because I, what I had students do was to compare um, Brenda's Got a Baby to Toilet Tisha. Okay. And I just, I can't remember, like, for sure, 100%, but I feel like everybody's sentiments was like, Tisha's was that she ended up killing herself. But, I, okay. but honestly, it probably was a kid that had the same thoughts as you, which is the beauty of bringing students together to oh, say, compare these lyrics and think about that, because mm-hmm. your interpretation of things is 
I didn't. Hey, just back your back what you're saying. You better look that up. I was I was quickly looking at the the words real quick, but yeah, we might talk about that later on. What you know, going into the uh the depths of the lyrics for that song. Okay, all right. Um, Majay, he put on Facebook today. His song is Slum Beautiful, which I would think that's one you like because uh, Andre sings a lot on that song. That's true. Slum that's Beautiful. True. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then you got Prenup, and then you end it with Stank On You with Stank Love. So, you know, if I, like, if you had to, like, force me to take a song off, you know, I could find one to take off, but it's very hard. And I will say, Napster line wire days. I remember I got a burnt copy of Sang on you, but it wasn't in the right wasn't order. order. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boy. Yeah, you did it, boy. Yeah, it's good. Cause you get yeah, it's good. It is an album that you know what's coming on next and right. those whole break and da 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 all yeah. that just fits right, right. in the, together. The flow of it just, just makes it a whole lot better. Like period. Yeah. Gotta 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 make sure the album flow. Yeah. So all my hey, so all my, my people that's making music right now, coming out with albums and CDs and all that kind of stuff. Make sure your album flow. Get some <laughs> get some skits in there, some breaks in there, all of that. Yeah. Make the album flow. Make it make it a story. It's Definitely a story. Make it a story. You and I think too, you know what, Melvin? That's what it's about. Outcast had the pressure of of making sure they painted a picture of what the South was like. And I think um, you know, artists don't have that added pressure, so they think they can just you know, like we said before, albums now are like thirty minutes. And with twenty four songs, Bruh, thirty, 30 minutes, minutes with twenty four songs. But from the jump, Big Boy has always said, "What the South got something to say." Andre said that. I'm sorry, Andre. <laughs> I, I, I'm so sorry. Thank on your album was seventy three minutes. Seventy three minutes long. Seventy three minutes, and you got albums now that uh, like I said, thirty minutes thirty long. minutes long with more tracks. Yeah. Crying shame. <laughs> Crying shame. shame. Jesus. Yeah, but I, I hands down classic. Keep it. I would keep it in my uh, in my top five, three albums. Absolutely. If for, and I, I have to separate hip hop and R and B. So I would definitely say that. So in hip hop album is definitely up there. And that's saying something when you say just separate genres as opposed to genres and time. Like even to think you are such and such years old, they gonna put you on blast. Oh no! But you such and such years old, and even during that time. You would still put theirs in the top three, four, five of of of, of hip hop albums that you listen to. Period. Mm-hmm. I saying a lot. Yeah, cause you. I know everybody wants another Outkast album, but I talked about this on Nostalgia Blog. It would be hard. It would be hard, and I understand why Andre is like, let what I did be it. Mm-hmm. You know, if he knows, and I think he has a good judge of whether or not he can bring some fire like this mm-hmm. and light the love below, um, then okay. But it would be hard because for us, you know, and I've heard some people think that Stank On You is the worst one. And I will argue you down, like, let's not do that because that is some fighting words. But um, we can't, we cannot um, leave out the fact that Speak About Love Below, though it was considered, you know, Andre's uh, solo and Big Boy solo, mm. it was a lot of them on the same tracks together, so they they technically delivered to us two C two albums again. Right, yeah, right yeah. after that, that yeah. were amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't skip anything. Right, I, I, I speak about some of them I can get rid of, but I don't skip 
anything on the love below mm -hmm. whatsoever. Everything yeah. she lives in my lap, pink and blue prototype. We going through all of them, so it's kind of like. I don't know if you, not that you couldn't do it, but I don't know if I would want you to mess up the love I have. Bingo. And that's it. Got to know when to, know when to hold them, know when to fold them. What did I just put on Facebook? You just made a status today. What did it say? I know you want to see it through, but know when to quit. Know when to quit. Sometimes you got to say Somebody the same thing. Somebody got to pack it up. Got to pack it up and go. Got to pack it up and go. Bow out nicely or gracefully, however you want to do it. However you want to do it. But um, anyways, we are going to let you guys go reminisce, play the Outcast album today, enjoy, celebrate, love on uh, Andre and Big Boy. This is the 20th year of Stank On You. We playing Outcast all month long. So for uh, for, long. for the next few uh for the next few podcast episodes, we playing something from Stank On You. Yeah. Take it away. Peace. <laughs> Listen, the ambition on your mission. I just put your body quitting because it's heated as a kid.